Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, Octopus Facts, Maps, Islands, Holding Up a Bank and When is Midnight. Now, Lippy. Hello. Now, I forgot a couple of things last week. Actually, I only forgot one thing okay. from the rather long list of camping things. Mm. Is that we met up with Minnie Matt and Disney Joe while we were down Ooh. in. And they've got a lovely, I think it's a Springer Spaniel. It's a <gasps> Spaniel of some description called Cooper, who was, I think, eight weeks old. Does that sound about right? 16 weeks old. Not very old and full of beans. Super excitable. Very, very excited. So they're camper vanners as well. They've got a lovely VW transporter. Mm. And uh, Cooper's taken very well to it. See, you need a dog. Possibly. I don't know. It does seem like a lot of work. Because they seem to be into everything at that age. I think, to be honest, at my age, one that's of similar age would be very good that just mooches. A rescue dog who just wants to be stroked. (laughs) Stroked, Stroked and go for walks. Yeah. Yes, and look at the sunset. That that would be perfect. I was reading uh, last week or the week before on one of the uh, camper van Facebook groups, this couple that uh, got a camper van for the first time. And they had uh, got away and got woken up in the night by somebody hooting. And they were getting quite irritated by this. Yeah, somebody just keep leaning on the hooter. So they got up to investigate a bit more to find their dog had clambered onto the driver's seat and fallen asleep with his head on, on the, the steering wheel. Yeah. Oh, bless. Yes. Also, sorry, who who calls a horn a hooter? Well, I just did. <laughs> I literally didn't know what you meant to start with. A hooter. A hooter's more of like one of those things you have on a bike and you squeeze the end and it goes... Yeah, what do you think they had on cars early on? Oh, yeah, but these days it's a hooter. Which is why it's called a hooter. Oh, okay. Hooter is a much better not. I don't think I've ever heard someone call it a hooter. Well, you've not lived long enough, clearly. Oh, I know. And I had a message from the Screaming Tomato down under. Nice to have you back on the podcast. Makes my computer... Compute makes my commute bearable. Thank you. That's very nice to hear. Thank you, Screaming Tomato. Mm. Uh, and then, in a sort of a bitter sweet arrangement or a sweet bitter, he says, You poor darlings, very uh, Australian darlings. You Dame poor Ed- darlings. Yes, Dame Edna Everidge. <laughs> 30.7 degrees. I do smile at your discomfort of what we rate as a moderately warm day. They are equipped to deal with that kind of heat, though. We are not. No, indeed not. (laughs) Anyway, from a very long time ago, before Holly Bobs and the like... Oh, yes. We we had a discussion about octopuses, and I can't remember what the um, detail... Oh, no, they become sentient beings, hadn't they? Oh, that was it, yes. And you mentioned a thing called Octopus Man on Netflix. Mm. It's not. It's called My Octopus Teacher. That makes more sense, because the man doesn't turn into an octopus. No, so if you spent the last three weeks searching for octopus man, I do apologise. It probably would have come up. Uh, And you probably would have looked at it and gone, silly lippy. (laughs) That was very much in line with what happened to me. (laughs) So have you watched it now? No, I haven't watched it. I just found it. I haven't done anything, anything remotely sensible like that. 
So that led me on to a couple of other thoughts about oh. what is the plural of octopus. I know this. Go on then. Octopi. Is it? Or is it octopuses? No, or is it octopodes? Octopodes? I like that. Mm. That's fun to say. Octopodes. That sounds like a superhero. It does a bit, doesn't it? Mm. So the most common accepted is octopuses. Yeah. But I guess any of them is probably okay. Octopi feels like it's in line with a lot of other multiples of an animal. It feels like Latin, though. It feels mm. a bit smarter than octopuses. <laughs> and, I mean, and who came up with that octopi? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, it's like dice and die. It's, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Crazy talk. Anyway, still on the octopus theme. I uh, then found an article about octopus numbers booming in Cornwall, which is really good. That's cool. Really cool. And um, there's some stunning photography on the mm. internet about uh, about the octopuses in Cornwall. And it does make me think, actually, going and doing a bit of uh, scuba diving around there. Would actually... I think you can see quite a lot from the coast of Cornwall, animal-wise. You can I, get quite a good... I think you probably can. When we were in Swanage, there was some, I think I probably covered this last week, but some really good pictures on the pier of uh, some of the fish under the pier that uh, scuba divers have seen. So if you've got clear waters, then you're going to see some great things. Yeah. Really good things. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's food for thought, I think. Anyway, you were telling me you had a bit of a uh, incident today. Well, it wasn't really an incident. I I just almost cried. <laughs> oh, I am the ripe old age of 26. So I would say I'm still pretty young. I, I would compare with me, yes. And recently, about two months ago, I think I might have been at your house. We might have been having a barbecue. I found a white hair. Do you remember Oh, this? yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I was very distraught, very distraught. And I got told by multiple people that it's fine because it's like in the middle of my scalp, not on the edges. And apparently when it's in the edges, that's when your hairs are white and it's right. kind of game over. Okay. I don't know if people were telling me that to make me feel better. Anyway, I'm in the lift today at work, going down. Thought I'd just quickly check my hair. I found another one. Well, unfortunately, your mother, her family line is very early on the greying. Oh, it was gutting. And then, so I was I was telling my work colleague, who I get on quite well with, how I found it. But it was quite a short one. So I, I was like, I think it could be the same hair follicle as the other one I'd found a couple of months ago, and it was just growing through. Again, quite logical. And as I'm talking to her, I was looking through my hairs, and I found another one. That's two in one day. Well, that must have been there for some time. One of them was really mm. long, and the other one was quite short. What's the problem with going grey? I just don't want to go grey before the wedding. Well, you could always dye it. Yeah, but what if it goes wrong? I need time. I need. I either need to start dyeing it now so that it, my hair's had time to settle and I've got time to get, like, I've gotten used to my hair before the wedding, or I need to stop going grey. But the, well, the latter it's you a bit have of a no loop. control over. But it's a bit of a loop, though, because you your grey hairs grow quicker if you're stressed. So if I'm stressing about my grey hairs, I'm going to get more grey hairs. Is that true? Well, it's a it's an old wives' tale, and wives' tales come from somewhere. Yeah, old wives. Yeah, so like, 
if you have bad heartburn in pregnancy, your baby's likely to have hair. Everyone I know that had bad heartburn has had hairy babies. That's an old wives' tale that's true. It comes down to, once again, simple metrics, doesn't it? How many babies are born without hair? Most of them. Really? I don't know. I was just, no. I just threw a guess. I threw no. a guess out there. <laughs> exactly. You don't know. Most mums have heartburn. Pregnant ladies. Yeah, and if most babies have hair, then that's just going to be true, isn't it? Most of the time. Yeah. So I'm stressing. I'm stressing about my grey hairs. If anyone would like to do my hair for free for me so that I can afford it, that would be lovely. Yeah, I'll do it. Cool. Let's get that booked in. Oh, there's, a, there's an article from 2020 on the BBC. The scientists may have discovered why stress turns hair white. And a, unfortunately, the damage is permanent. Oh, no. See, so stressing about getting white hairs is it's just going to make yeah. the issue worse. Yeah, it is a perpetual motion engine. But how could I not stress about it? I've got eight months. I've got eight months and 26 days to stay brown. To keep my brown hair. Ah, now this is very interesting. Men and women can go grey any time from their mid-30s, so you're a bit early. I'm very early. <laughs> With the timing of parental hair colour change giving most of the clues on when. So, unfortunately, so, if you've got your mother's genes... It's soon. Yeah. Well, it will happen earlier. I've never prayed to have your genes so much in my life. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Well, <laughs> listeners, if you've got any hair colouring tips that don't involve a sharpie <sighs> I'm just, i was just really stressed out for a second then i need to calm i need to stop thinking about it stop calm. looking for them you need, you need to calm all right let's talk about something different so yeah go i found a map of did you i did find a map and um, apparently sarcasm causes gray hairs as well so oh, stop. I'll stop that stop. so it's a as we as we all know the um the land on the Earth moves around due to tectonic plates and some clever stuff like that. So this mm. map suggests how the Earth was many, many, many years ago. And it's like it. Uh, yes, well, uh, 300 million years ago. And it's interesting because all the countries are mixed up. So if you took a pint glass and you tried to get all of the countries in there, I think this is probably the shape you'd end up with. So <laughs> starting at the very top is China. And then we go down through Russia. So that whole area sort of spun up and down. And that bumps into Greenland and then the UK and Europe. So uh, UK is attached to France. So we've still got a bit of a stack. Uh, we're right next to Greenland, which is butted up against Canada. United States is out mm. to the left. On the right-hand side, you've got Africa with pretty much the shape it is now, just a bit squished. And then you've got Southern America, which is pushed into Africa. And then under that, you've got India, Antarctica, and right at the bottom, you've got Australia and New Zealand. It's a fascinating picture, really fascinating picture. It is, I've um, just looked at it. Yeah, so I shall put a, a link to that in the socials, because that's really quite interesting. And I think there's a bit of a... Do you know one thing that it really does show is how small america is in compa comparison to some other countries yes well what's interesting is because you see it on a flat map the actual size of it isn't quite right and uh, there is somewhere i've seen also where they've corrected the size of it for the sort of unfurling if you see what i mean mm. which is uh, which is an interesting thing but it explains one of one of the questions i often had is how we ended up with humans all over the planet even though they're distanced by sea 
Because originally, because originally we were all, all quite squished. connected, so there must have just been an awful lot of walking involved. Yes. Also, I feel like Britain did a bit, a bit of naughtiness, didn't they? Did a bit of travelling, plopped some people in some... Oh, there were already people there, though, you're right. Well, yeah, you're this right. is a little while ago. I'm not very good with yeah. ages and when people appeared and stuff like that, but um, clearly no. if they were all joined together, then that's how we got around... Uh, More freely the planet, roaming. Indeed. So going from something massive to something small, the uh, smallest and extremely densely, densely populated island in the world is one called Bigingo, Bigingo Island, uh, East Africa, and it's about half the size of a football pitch, and it has 500 residents on it. It's, wow. it's astonishing, and there's a picture here, and there's lots of, that's a yeah, lot of people. 500 people, that's that's a lot. Well, my first, my initial reaction is why? Uh, that's a very good question, and I can't answer it. <laughs> I can imagine there's a bit of well, we've always lived here, and also maybe the fishing's very good. Yeah, and I guess if you're born there, that adds to the numbers, and also yes, if people aren't moving off, don't tend to leave where you're born. Yeah. Yes, possibly. But yeah, interesting. interesting. Very interesting. So we had a very pleasant Friday last week at your place. We did. Well, we did after about after about twenty minutes. Yes, there was a little bit of rain, wasn't there? And then there was there wasn't yeah. as many planes as I'd expected. But actually, I think there was enough. Yes. Yeah. The, the only thing I wish I'd seen was that was a decent that very angry helicopter. The Chinook. No, we saw the Chinook. There was another one, um, some sort oh. of attack helicopter. It looked like a. Did it fly? And we just didn't. see Well, it, it could have just flown up and down the runway, and, and that was it. That is no. that is the issue with doing a private viewing rather than it is. A but there was some there was some actual air show great viewing. planes and that Airbus we saw very low very close to the trees. That was yeah. Mm. Anyway, while we were there, obviously a little bit of alcohol was consumed, and um, unfortunately there, there was an eBay bid. Oh, was there now? Uh, that was kept very quiet. Yes, and unfortunately, or fortunately rather, is I've been outbid. So I don't okay. have to explain why a massive ham radio receiver would, was turned up at home. <laughs> so I was quite relieved at that. How much was the bid? Oh, it wasn't very much. It was, it was, it, it okay. was yeah. It, well, it started at thirty-four pounds, so it, it, okay, it, was, okay. it was fine. So it wasn't like a sneaky couple hundred put down no 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 no, on no, no an no. unnecessary no. item so i found this story about a gentleman called john newell who did exactly the same thing at a barbecue except he bought a 1988 formula one car instead Stop. No, so he put the bid in completely forgot about it and then some hours later ping on his phone and he'd won a formula one car how much he doesn't say how much he doesn't say i i would probably keep that quiet well he didn't uh, i can't imagine that was cheap no, i can't imagine it was cheap uh, at all yeah he says i went to my limit but plus vat <laughs> <laughs> who knows how much it was and i think the fact that he's kept it quiet suggests that it's probably quite a lot but unfortunately you know we're all well and good mm. but you what can you do with this because you um, you can't drive it on the road, obviously. And um, it means you've got to hire a track to, to drive it. 
but I guess if you've if you've got the money to buy a Formula One car, then you've probably got the money to run it up and down the track every now and then. Yes. He does say there was a slightly awkward moment with his wife when um, he realised he'd won it, and obviously there was a look on his face, and his wife went, "What have you done?" So clearly, this man <laughs> has form. But uh, I hope he enjoys it because it's a stunning-looking car. Yes. Well, now that he's got it, he needs to use it. Well, when he can, yes. Um, it'll be very, very noisy as well, yeah. which would be awesome. Yeah, like a good noise definitely, rather than... Definitely a... good noise. So, yes, enjoy it, Mr. Newell. Definitely enjoy it. Now, I think a couple of weeks ago, we uh, covered something about bank transfers, and I can't remember the exact... I think it was something to do with duck bite. Would you there stop was a man looking that for grey hairs? So I thought I saw one in my in my um, webcam picture which is where I've got blonde blonder ones at the front I'll stop I'll stop um, a man PayPal had given a man oh that's right yes yeah, silly, amount of, silly amount of zeros and then Duck Boy yes. also had been given a silly amount of zeros not, yes. not a silly amount he had he'd been gifted that's some right. money so I had a message from the Screaming Tomato this was a few weeks ago after um, our, our piece on it and he said about 12 years ago towards the middle of December I was pleasantly surprised to find almost $2,000 in my account I wasn't expecting anything so I called the bank and it had come from Hemel Hempstead and they gave him the name of the depositor so I did a bit of googling and found an email address my thinking was it's probably a Christmas gift and they've got the account number wrong which makes sense Anyway, the guy emailed me back kind of suspicious and also pleased. I said, look, I can't do anything. Please just ask the bank to reverse the transaction and it'll work out. And it was a Christmas gift. It wasn't such a big deal. I probably saved them a few days of concern at most. At the end of it, the guy emailed to thank me and said how he could thank me. So the Screaming Tomato is South African. That's the important thing to remember mm. for this next bit. So I said, next time the spring boxer at Twickenham, put on a green and gold jumper and support them. He refused. <laughs> <laughs> Not a surprise. Yeah. Nice try. Very nice try. And in Private Eye a few weeks ago, there was a very bizarre story of a bank robber in, uh, in Delaware, in America. And he went into the bank and handed the teller a note saying he was robbing the bank. He was very apologetic, kept saying sorry. Anyway, got hold of the cash, <laughs> legged it out of the bank, walked to the ATM directly outside, paid the money into his account, and then disappeared off through the shopping centre behind him. And the police finally caught up with him. I think he'd been um, taking something that he shouldn't have been. So he was caught ah, okay. rather rather quickly. So if you are going to rob a bank, don't put the cash back into your account using the ATM outside. No, because they'll know exactly yes. who you are straight away. Even if he had escaped, yes, they would have known exactly who he was because all the money uh, appeared in his account. Also, he told the police that he'd travelled to Delaware by riding on the exterior of a cargo train. He also said that his mind is currently being controlled by a third party via an implant located somewhere in his body. He he yeah, seriously, it's not funny. He does need help. It's yeah. a very odd thing to do. Yes, very. Now, we had a bit of a discussion last week about when is midnight. So to give you a bit of context to the story, the Horse Whisperer uh, entered a competition to win some support for horse riding. And mm. the deadline said by midnight Wednesday. When would you yeah. say 
that was. What was the it date of Wednesday? So if I said to you, midnight Wednesday, is that thir- Tuesday into Wednesday or Wednesday into Thursday? It's Wednesday no, it's into not. Thursday. No, it's not. No, because midnight is, yeah, is zero. No, you're right, yeah. So we had a massive discussion about this. Because it's 11.59. Tuesday, and then zero, 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 zero. It's Tuesday. Or 12, zero, it's zero, Wednesday. Zero, Wednesday. So a massive yeah, discussion right. ensued, and Wife of Grumpy was not convinced by my um, suggestion that zero, zero hours and 12 midnight were the same. She thought 12 midnight was in there. Mm. And then it finally occurred to me. So when it's New Year's Day and the clock chimes at midnight, what day is it? Oh, yeah. You celebrate New Year's Day at the stroke of midnight. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not New Year's Eve. Yes. However, I do fully agree with you. Oh, However, yeah. I do think that midnight Wednesday, if they like broke down their T's and C's, I do think they would mean Wednesday to Thursday. Because midnight, Wednesday to Thursday is on Thursday. You can only have one midnight a day you can't have two no i know but i feel like a lot when a lot of competitions say midnight wednesday, wednesday midnight they mean the the end of the no, day no they can't so actually what they mean is 11 well, 59 midnight. midnight is 12 is 12 midnight and 12 noon a lot of the problem with this is the 12 hour mm. clock which needs to be removed it's just it's not fit for purpose whatsoever <laughs> yeah. and if you go to 24 hour clock then it's zero 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 is midnight and twelve zero zero is midday yeah and there's no discussion about that anyway after a bit of panic the horse whisperer who had left recording this video to pretty much the last possible moment and um yeah, and then realized Obviously. that she just lost the day <laughs> because she thought it was the end of wednesday not the end of Tuesday. Oh, so she hadn't no, submitted she did submit it, in it in time. time but she'd only, I think she did it on the Monday or on the Tuesday. So she rushed into doing this. Um, and it was a masterpiece. And I think, actually, if she'd done it earlier and then spent days and days editing it, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't have been planning. as good as it was. I don't think she got in, got yeah. in which is, is a shame. But it was a very good video. Really very natural. No ums and ahs. No me spending hours editing the various mistakes out like i have to do with this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe she wants to do this maybe yeah now duck boy sent me a very interesting article a week or so back about he did, did about he? well it's entitled uk set to have the world's biggest automated drone superhighway," which sounds like a cracking idea so mm. it's a 164 mile skyway project connecting the towns including cambridge and rugby so I don't know how this works because presumably it's just an area. They haven't got to do anything, just stop anything else wandering into it and banging into the, the drones going up and down. I, again, it doesn't talk really about what it's going to be used for, but uh, maybe deliveries. Um, and yeah, 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 and they're talking about bad. regular deliveries yeah. of mail and medicine to the Isles of Scilly and distribute medicines across Scotland, which sounds like a really good idea. For yeah. Especially like rural areas, it would be really helpful yes. for yes, getting would. stuff to And do. the NHS has been trialling carrying chemotherapy drugs from Portsmouth to the Isle of Wight using drones. So it's it's all going on. And we're not talking about a little helicopter with mm. a camera on it. We're talking about something that's a reasonable size uh, with wings, not just aeroblades. So it's presumably got a reasonable payload. 
and uh, all sorts of projects around the world some in Africa which you know is ideal because you've got vast expanses there and an even worse road network than we have in the UK so we look forward to seeing how that progresses because I think there is a yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, we just it does need some regulation and some some sensible people thinking about it so that we don't yes, end up with yeah. chaos. So going back to dates, you've got a story to tell. Well, I, it's not really a story. It's a I listened to this thing on the radio called the Fat Controller on Radio One. So it's things you should have known or yeah. So it's things that people have been thinking for a very long time that they probably should have oh, known yes. when they were younger yeah, yeah, yeah. or someone should have should have explained it a bit better to them um so there was quite it was on this morning and one of them and some most of the time I'm listening thinking oh that's silly they should have known that but every now and then there's one and I'm like sorry what 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 so there's been two recently the first one's to do with dates and this really did get me and I thought how on earth have I reached the age of 26 and did not know this and you know when you're writing a date in long format so it's like the first of August the second of August and you know the two letters after the number did you know that that relates to the last two letters of the number in word format how does that work then so first ends in st when you write first so it's one st second ends in nd yeah Yeah. third rd fifth sixth seventh all end in th so why that's why it's th i never knew that what you're doing by writing one st is you're abbreviating first i didn't know that's what i was doing that's what i mean i was shocked i was absolutely shocked and i'm sat there thinking that i really should have known that I don't know. I just don't think that was ever explained. I think that was, it was explained and this is how you write the date, but not in a, this is a short format for so writing when, when first. when you see one ST, what, how do you read that? Yeah. Your head. The first. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't linked it. I was, my mind was blown. I was sat in that car and I was like, oh my God. And the first thing I did was tell my colleague and she didn't well, know either. I, I, and she's 28. So I think it's an it's an age thing where they've stopped explaining what it means and just let people Very write possibly. it. Because she didn't know and she's only two years older than me. But yeah, are you a bit shocked that I didn't know that? I don't think I could have told you that fact because it it's just, it's there and it's done. It's natural. Natural, yeah, yeah. Coincidentally... We were clearing out my mum's loft at the weekend and a very good friend of mine came along and helped. Mm. And we were having a chat on the way over and he was saying, isn't it funny, he said, you get to an age where your kids are starting to get brighter than you, they know more stuff. And, oh, yeah. uh, and lo and behold, yesterday, I was amazed to find out that you can sort an Excel spreadsheet on the colour of a cell. So very proudly, I said to you, because yeah. I know you're a bit of a spreadsheet fan, you could do this. And you just came back, I know. I do like spreadsheets. So I think it has proved <laughs> that that is correct. We, we have reached an age. I think something, something might have also happened on that exact day. Yes, there was, and I can't remember what it was. That yeah. was a bit shocking. Um, your friend... 
was we were talking about the plant oh, that yes. I've got in my garden. And he said, oh, isn't that the plant that changes colour depending on what soil it's in? And I went, no, that's hydrangea. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. You only know two plants and those are the two plants. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't even know the okay, name then, of that one. Clogs. What does Wi-Fi stand for? Wireless internet. No, hang on. Wireless. Shall I put you out your misery? No, hang on. One more guess. One more guess. One more guess. I'm trying to find where it says what it is. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Well, there'll be a reason for it. that because it doesn't stand for anything. No, I mean I oh. thought it might be wireless fidelity. Sounds familiar, but uh, no, doesn't actually stand for anything. It's a it's a marketing it name, and um, they just came up with it because oh. it sounded good. That it was doesn't a bit count. Of a trick that was a trick question. question. If you knew more than me, then you would um, know that was the case. Yeah, I'm not saying I know more than you. I'm just getting to a point where I know more yes. well, than I you think I know. More than anything. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's not that I know more; it's that you've forgotten it. <laughs> anyway, a couple of um, oh, weeks ago, quite a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, mm. uh, was it the Mars Orbiter having a Windows update over the wire well it's a couple oh, yeah, of spacey yeah. things have happened over over the last few weeks uh, one of them is the james mm. webb telescope Ooh. which has come online yeah which has made oh, the pictures have come out utterly redundant and uh, they're, they're astonishing slightly they terrifying slightly, those pictures um, what's slightly more amazing i think is voyager one which was uh sent up in 1977 and it's still going so it's got out of mm. our solar system uh, so it's gone past Impressive. Pluto if that's still a planet on a little, and they've managed to tail. alter its uh, trajectory slightly so this thing is 13 billion miles away mm. they've sent a signal to it to fire a rocket to move it and uh, it's responded it did it, yeah. It did it. Yeah, it's incredible. That's weird. I think it's lasted longer than they, they thought mad. it would. Uh, but it, it's an incredible mm. project. And um, it's you know still sending stuff back, yeah. which is really quite amazing. Yes. Quite impressive, yeah. Definitely, yeah. It creeps me out. I don't like thinking about it, to be honest. Oh, it's still there. There is no way... That we're the only planet with human life on it, or life must, on that it. Must sorry, be the case. not I mean, human if, necessarily. If you accept that the universe is expanding and that everything is a freak accident that we're here, then there must be other freak accidents. So, I, yeah. I just hope those planets don't have Love Island. <laughs> anyway, before we get into discussion that about a... that, do you have a top tip for us? I do. It's more of a hack than a tip. And it, it may only work if you're female. We're not sure. Maybe you need to give it a go tonight and see. I did learn this from quite a young age, to be honest, because I do have very loving parents that um, like to treat me from time to time. So I have learned a little hack where if you say you really want something and you like send it to someone, be like, oh, look how cool this is. I'm going to get it. And then send them a picture or a link. A link, specifically a link is, is the key point here. And then go... Oh, actually, no, I, I'm going to wait for payday. I can't really afford it right now. That person tends to buy it for you. What has your mother done now? And I, well, no, actually, it's duck. I've managed to get dinner out of Duck Boy. Oh. 
He went and got cheeky kookaroo at work when he was meant to have taken his dinner, but he forgot. I'm doing air marks for those who can't see me, which is everyone. Um, so I said, oh, I'm going to do the same then. I'm going to get a kookaroo for dinner. Can I just stop you? Then looked in my bank what account. A kookaroo? A kookaroo. It's, a, it's Japanese fast food. Oh. Um, so katsu curry from there is unreal and the portions are huge and they also do some other like a sweet and sour and some they do spring rolls and sushi and stuff it's really really good very nice fast food option if you're not into fast food but you want something quick um so yeah it's really good and we have it quite a lot so yeah so anyway i i looked at my bank account it's payday on friday so i'm like i'm coming to the end of my fun especially saving for a wedding and a honeymoon so i'm i've got about 10 pounds left in my account so i text back being like oh i can't i i can't get one i can't afford it i've got to wait till payday next thing i know 15 pounds been sent across to my account so i can buy dinner very good <laughs> yeah very good and then a message saying i feel like a sugar daddy oh i'm not sure that's appropriate yes. Well, no, and then I got one saying, you do like me for me and not just my money. And I just put back, sure. <laughs> There's an answer to that, but I'm not going into it. <laughs> going into it whatsoever. <laughs> right, I've reinstated the, um, uh, where does that saying come from? Oh, I like it. And I to. used the saying, the podcast before last, so before we went on holiday, happy as Larry. Yes. So where does happy as Larry come from? Is Larry actually happy? Well, this means to be extremely happy. But the question, who was Larry? It's believed to be an Australian expression from the late 19th century. And Larry Mel may well have been the boxer Larry Foley, 1847 to 1917, who never lost a fight. Ooh. The word may also relate to larrikin, an Australian term for a young hoodlum given to acts of rowdiness. Larrikins were particularly active on the streets in the 1880s and wore distinctive colourful clothing. So, could be Boxer Larry Foley or a hoodlum called larrikins. I don't know which I'd prefer, to be honest. I quite like the term larrikin. I'm going to try and use that more in conversation. Uh, yeah. That is a cool yeah. name. Well, phrase. Yes, see if anybody picks up on it. Mm that's it for this podcast thank you so much for listening you can help spread lippy and grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're not sure how to leave a review or if you download from spotify there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review and if you would like to get in touch email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk so it's goodbye from me and goodbye from him goodbye, goodbye.